0: That's how we do, it's Monday, so we're getting this kick. Wah, chin check business started, you feel me? Alright, so we are looking back at home via Aldana, submission underground 18, and of course, our Sunday NFL games, baby. Let's get it poppin'. Okay, so, week four's Sunday games. Oh, my gosh. It was crazy, right? There was a lot of games that, yeah, kind of felt could have been closed off a lot sooner than they had been. But, it did lead to some fun, right? Did lead to some fun. Now... Oh shit which one should we start with? Oh Carolina and um Arizona That was crazy. have to say man who oh, Bridgewater oh he did his thing. Yeah Bridgewater killed it. Really did. He spread it around nicely. You know what I mean. Got the running himself, passing to the running. You know what I mean. Each side. It was great, but you know what I mean. Hey, Murray for um you know Cardinals. Yeah, yeah. He you know what I mean? he saw what Bridgewater was doing. He got his own impressive run in. So hey, props for that. But um. Whew, Carolina, they did look good. Defense, hmm, but they did look good. Now, how the hell did the Bengals win that game at Jacksonville? I Like, what? How did that happen? That was ridiculous. Jackson should have locked that shit up. Should have locked that shit up I Was insane Was straight up Insane Oh man And You know what I was Man I started super pissed Super pissed At the Browns Right Then I was you know policed, <laughs> you know what I mean please i was happy i was like yo <laughs> but then i wondered who teaches those motherfuckers how to tackle because they oh man it, it looked like they were letting the cowboys back in Right, that horrible tackling looked like they were letting the Cowboys back in, but whoo, that interception at the end, nice. Whoo, man, it was definitely uh, a lot more stress than it was needed. <laughs> oh my gosh. Detroit started, they started well. They started well. But then, you know what I mean, New Orleans just, hey, it looked like they were going to run away with it. Looked like they were going to run away with it. But, hey, got to give props to the Lions for making it as tight as it was. You know what I mean? Because that game should not have been tight. (laughs) You know what I mean Oh shit Man Um Let us Yo Minnesota V the Titans What an end How Ridiculous was that Shit Yo That was crazy Because that that could have gone, oh, man. Imagine if that hadn't have gone like that. Whew, that could easily have gone to extra time. That was crazy, but yeah, the Vikings. They, you know, what I mean again another team that you know what I mean they should have locked that shit down. Right, oh man, it it was. So surprising that Miami could stay in that game for as long as they did. You, I, I was just shocked. I was shocked. I thought that the, um, you know, I mean, the Seahawks were gonna, just kill them. They started that game so damn sick, and yeah, it it was just. Man, you know what I mean again? It was one that was just a play away, a play away. Like what? Oh man. Whew. Okay, so um, the Chargers they really took it to Tampa. Really took it to Tampa. I was, I have to say, I was surprised. I thought the Buccaneers were gonna just really kinda walk away with that game. But yo you know what I mean Vegas Hey they they're a surprise. Vegas are a surprise this season. You know what I mean? they, they haven't I ain't, look you know what I mean? they're one and three but they could very well be, I don't know, like, three and one, you know what I mean, like, I don't think their record reflects how good they have actually been, you know, but, yeah, I, I, I'm not surprised that, you know, the Buccaneers are, uh, yeah, upping their shit, Man, I don't know what to say about fucking Washington I really don't I mean, I'm surprised the Ravens didn't run us more Because our defence has got more holes than Kamala Harris's integrity It is woeful Fucking woeful I... You know what I mean, the season's done The season is fucking done Ugh I, you know what I mean, the Giants and Rams game I, watching that game Like, you'd have thought that it would be a higher score You'd have thought it would have been a higher score It was crazy Right, but Williams with that late interception That was a great play A great play and a great way to redeem yourself You know what I mean? Oh God damn I, I am liking LA Ain't gonna lie, I'm liking LA um, The Colts and the Bears was a hot mess That poof, you know what I mean? Colts should have ended that shit way sooner than they did. You know I, mean? I'm, I can't believe they let the Bears stick around. That was phew, a bit of a joke. Bit of a fucking joke. Oh, man. Have to give it up to, um, you know what I mean? The Raiders. Definitely got to do that. Because that fight back... Man you know what I mean that fight back against the Bills that was whew, that was impressive that was impressive but man the Bills should have just deaded that shit you're just like what are you doing? What the fuck are you doing? Oh man but um yeah <laughs> oh shit they the eagles start it, it, you know what I mean they 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 start with an extra point they start with an extra point i'm just like in the first fucking quarter But then, you've got the, you know, 49ers' first score. What a motherfucking run. Yo, that, after that, during those plays, that start, you knew that game was going to be crazy. Really going to be crazy. And, man, the Eagles eeked that. That was some close-ass shit. Some close-ass shit shit god damn and now we've got the what the chiefs patriots and the packers falcons to look forward to so um yeah fun shit people fun shit okay so we are done with another fight island Fight card And um Yeah this one man There was some fun ass fights There really were some fun God damn it yeah There was some really enjoyable You know what I mean Um hey some answers Definitely got answered You know what I mean Which I thought yeah interesting Some other things Ooh, you know what I mean? Didn't quite go to plan Uh, you know, definitely a surprise You know, I think a couple of surprises on the card You know And, um, yeah It was a learning curve, right? The learning curve Um, but, you know, it's not a bad thing, right? It's not a bad thing We had 11 fights You know, it was, um Fitzgerald, Felder, and, uh, oh my God, Dan Hardy, yes, it was the outlaw, yeah, and, uh, hey, Martinez doing the announcing, which is always a nice thing to see, I like it, you know what I mean, because, hey, no, you know what I mean, don't get me wrong, Bruce Brouffer kills it every time, But I do like it when you see another cat. You know what I mean? Be able to get fed. (laughs) And it's a different experience, man. You know what I mean? So, yeah, that was all good. Um, But, yes, so we started off. It's interesting because BT, who show the fights over in the UK, they don't always start with all the prelims. But, fight pass, baby. So uh yeah, we got the early prelims, and that started off with uh, Jessin Ayari against Luigi Venderami. And uh. <laughs> God damn, this fight, man. Like Iari had the experience. They'd both been out for a bit. I mean, like, Vanderemi, he, you know what I mean, he's come back from injuries, so, yeah, it was just like, oh, how is this gonna look, right, and, um, what impact could these dudes do in the lightweight division, right, so that's the question, that's what you always think, and, uh, you know, Ayari, he came out hard and fast, right? He um just missed, just missed with a head kick Kind of glanced by Vendorimi <laughs> You're just like, whoa So they, um, yeah, they, t- you know, they engaged, right? They got into it Vendorimi, you know, he... Uh, Catches Ayari with a left hook. Ayari, he's stunned. Renderini follows up with a flurry of shots, man. Hits another head kick. And is the thing. He's in tight. So, the fact he was able to do the head kick shows a lot. Right? Shows a lot. And then Ayari just... No way! He crashed down. Yeah, thought it was done. Yeah, thought, but ref didn't stop it. You know what I mean? He didn't jump in right away. So Vondry, he, he just he landed a couple. Then the ref jumped in. Thank God, because whoo. You know what I mean? That was yeah. That was pretty done. You know that was pretty done. Like, don't get me wrong. It it, it wasn't like oh, it was late. You know what I mean, But you, you just the way he crashed, you thought, oh, that's not good. You know, what I mean? that's not good. But yeah, that was a great way to start things. You know, what I mean? that was a real great way to start things. Um so we then had um Bantamweight Clash. Uh, we've got um Al Tang Hailey. Against Casey Kenny. Right? And, and it's funny because everyone writes the name Hailey Al Tang. And you you forget sometimes that you know you use the surname first or the last name first. If that's a surname. I don't know. I don't know. But um yeah, this was an interesting encounter, right? Because you know. Hayley, he's definitely got credentials, you know, he's got a good skill set, you know, that's the thing, right, probably more experienced than Kenny, so you're just like, oh, how's it going to match up, right, now, I don't know if it was just attrition, but Kenny Man, he just ran away with this fight. Now, I think in the first round he attacked the midsection a lot. You know, he he was hitting it with kicks. Um, you know I mean push kicks? You know, and yeah, he was throwing a lot to the midsection, right? Um, and highly, it was, he was he was throwing stuff out there. But you kind of felt that Kenny had the speed, and also when he connected, they just it just seemed to resonate more than when highly connected on Kenny. Yo, know? so yeah, he just took over that first round, and then that was it. You know what I mean that was it going forward? Like Kenny just. Outworked him every single round. There was a moment when you thought, "Oh, could could Kenny get the finish?" Um, and he wasn't able to. But god damn, he worked hard. Like looked fresher. You know what I mean? didn't look crazy after the fight, right? You, you know his gas tank held up. Real well Like wasn't like just You know a drop in performance In the third round Like Kenny kept that pace All the way through Crazy impressive man Really was You know And it was a really good performance That was a a big win And um yeah Very interested to see What Kenny does next You know so then we go to the, you know, now the prelims that are airing just all over, and um we hit the strawweight division. I had a Jean Youfry against Loma Lukbumi, and um you know, I think fans of Invicta will know these two. Um, you know this is the second. UFC fight for Frey, and the third for Look Boomy, both looked interesting, right, and I think it's interesting the fact that, you know, they both used to be atom weights, but you can see them getting into this division, a bit like Michelle Waterstone, and especially if you look at Look Boomy now... The, you know, from her first fight in the UFC Like, she's definitely um, j- Just been putting in work You know, and, and bulking up But also skill-wise, right? And the fascinating Well, I mean, Frey She didn't look small at all She looked huge compared to look through me, And that was the interesting thing here is Frey looked huge, you know, and like just rock hard, like muscled. You know what I mean? It was crazy. And so you think, oh, she's gonna fuck Look Boomy up. And she started off, she landed some good jabs and shit. But I think it was, you know, Look Boomy got Frey in a tie clinch early in that first round, and shit changed fast, it was crazy, right, first, the thing that she could just control her, yo, Ragdoll might be a bit of a stretch, but, yo, she just kind of did what the fuck she wanted, you know, and it was the knees to the bo- oh my god, the knees to the body, and the elbows, and it wasn't the you know what I mean the the um horizontal elbow, right? It was like a L. You know, what I mean she was you you bring it across, just like bah, and she was hitting nose, and you could just yeah that that just. It changed free. It really did. And from then. Look Boomy just. Yeah she just ran it. Just ran it. Used her kicks. Really well. To. Um, I think just keep the distance. Right. Keep the distance. And to funnel the fight. Where she wanted it to be. And yeah. It, you know every round. There was. Uh you know, at least one tie clinch. Oftentimes more. Sometimes though Frey kind of instigated it, instigated the clinch anyway. And it's just like, yo, you are not coming out well from these. What are you doing? Like, yeah, look and you see Frey just get so frustrated she was frustrated, she was irritated, she was angry. But yeah, look Boomy just just you know what I mean took over like Kenny. Look look Boomy just ran that shit. It was impressive as hell. And as I said, look you just saw the growth. You saw her growth which was mad impressive. Yeah, really was. Um so then we jump to the middleweight division. You know, so we've got uh Jordan Williams, you know, who um got a contender series contract. Um, oh, I think mid September, right? And he was fighting Nusredim Imavov, who um, yeah, I don't know, like Williams had replaced. Imavov was meant to be fighting that night. Um, I think he got injured, and yeah, Williams stepped up, which was just huge. <laughs> you know, what I mean, just a huge bit of luck for him. So yeah, this show you know, it was an interesting one because you're just thinking because of Williams' diabetes and the fact that yeah, you know, he's not weighing in at one hundred and eighty five; he weighed in at one hundred and eighty two. Right, so you're just like. When he steps into the cage, he's still 182, where the opponent, pff, they could be anything, right, they could be, what, 190, 195, even close to 200, Yeah, you know, I mean, that's the thing, right, and so you wondered how, how's that going to play out, you know what I mean, How's that going to work, right? I think we got a a, a kind of an answer um, with this fight. Now, obviously, I, I don't think it's going to go like this all the time. But I think this was very telling. So, Williams had a good first round. Like, they both, first round was crazy. Like, they, you know, they clashed heads as they both came in. There was a lot going on, a lot going on um but yeah williams you know he landed a couple of shots, maybe even three, that really rocked Imovov. I think one time, like Imovov was um yeah, he was rocked, but he just went on to. Pilot control Cruise control That's the one isn't it Yes cruise control And was able to land a takedown I think he might have done it On the second one as well And you just think oh, If Williams could have stuffed Those takedowns Maybe Things would have gone a bit different But um, Yeah he was able to survive That way but Williams did really well in that first round I think the second and the third round Because they were just going at it They were going at it hard And you could see Williams fatigue I mean, they were both fatiguing, right? That's the thing, they were both like, Remember trying to do the interview at the end He was gassed Couldn't get a word out so they were both fatiguing, but yeah, Imovov was able to sustain it a little bit better. Um now, even though he was just gassed, Williams was still throwing heavy. You know, real throwing heavy, but he does have this weird technique where um when he throws, he he kind of just puts himself off balance. And will turn completely into the punch. So, that just opens him up to shots. And yeah, he was getting hit. And man, like, towards the end of that third round. Like, literally the last, what, five seconds. Imabov was just unloading. And you were just like, ah, god damn it at least make it to the end, make it to the end, because he just done so well to get through, because he ate some huge shots, and wasn't affected, early in that first round wasn't affected, second round, it was only at the very end where, you know, he, he got a little rocked, but, um, yeah, I, I think Williams needs to... Maybe it, it pace himself a bit more better, you know. Because yeah, I, I think he's he's at a disadvantage in that respect. You know, so um, Imrov he got the win. It was a, it was a little sloppy fight, but it was a crazy fight. So yeah, it was fun to watch. Definitely fun to watch. Um. So then we go to the featherweight division, and we've got Joshua Kalubi against Charles Jordan, which, (laughs) oh my days, this fight was crazy, it was such a crazy fight, like, I think no one really knew what, you know, how Kalubi was going to be, because his last fight he fought upper division, and, um, you know, Jalen Turner, psh, I mean, come on, right, so I think the consensus was that Jordan was, you know, he, I think he was the, the biggest favourite on the card, and, you know, his style is kind of reckless, right, so I think early in that first round, he, uh, yeah, he, well, I think he threw a body kick. Um, Calibu called it, threw it to the side, kicked his other leg. Jordan span around, and as he was coming around, Calibu just hit him with a freaking left. And Jordan goes down. Like, Calibu tried to lock up a guillotine. But Jordan was able to escape. It was crazy. It was just all over, man. It was all uh, Just back and forth from there. It was so much fun. Second round. Again, it was just back and forth. It was crazy. Though I did think Jordan got that round back. So going into the third, it's one all. All right, it's one all going into the third. Um and yeah, like calaboo tried for a takedown. Um Jordan stuffed it. All right, like yeah, I think Jordan hit some heavy shots. Some heavy shots, man. You know, it it was man, it was back and forth. It was back and forth, it was crazy, but um, you know, I think Jordan attacked, and especially you know, the fact that Jordan wrapped up a triangle and an armbar triangle and armbar. Wait, and while he was in there, he's this hitting elbow after elbow, elbow after elbow. It was vicious, and I kind of feel he could have got the submission. If he had stuck with it, but he was just like, eh, you know what, fuck it. And, you know, got back up. And so they ended the round on their feet throwing. So it ended in a draw. But I thought Jordan had probably done enough in that third round to get the nod. And I kind of thought that Calibu thought the same. But, you know, he kind of said something to the camera which you couldn't hear. And pointed at Jourdain. And it kind of looked like. I think he won that fight. But yeah. it Man. It was. Whew, it was back and forth. And I, I don't think anyone. Is going to underestimate. Calibu, You know going forward. So we ended. With. You know a welterweight clash. Between two old oh guard. Had caught McGee against Carlos Condit and we haven't seen either for a while. You know? But Condit he he's you know he had a who I think fight fight losing streak. So it's crazy. Caught McGee had lost his last I think two. So it was just like ooh both could do with a win Condit definitely needs to win you kind of felt Otherwise it could be it Um, But it was hard to see it happening When you consider McGee's style Right Because he usually, you know, he grinds He'll take you down and smother you And just work you We didn't see that It was very interesting we didn't see the McGee that we thought we were going to see um, And, you know, I think it took a while for Condon to kind of find his feet You know, get really into the flow of things So the first round was kind of, is a little back and forth A bit with them both looking for openings, circling not too much happening, but literally on the buzzer, Condon hit McGee with kind of like an uppercut hook, and McGee went down, McGee went down, and he got up a bit slow, I think the referee kind of was looking at him, but he got back to his corner, but you're just like, ooh, is a minute going to be enough? Right, and yeah, from that point on, I think I don't know if McGee was really in it. You know, Condon was able to kind of just control things, yeah. He didn't go like it wasn't a crazy performance, right? It was a cautious performance. But, but, you know, Condon was able to dictate the flow of things land, land his shots, you know, jabs, kicks Do his thing But he didn't go crazy Which you can understand You've, You're you on the back of a fight-fight losing streak You don't want to be, you know, winning a fight going on something crazy and then get you know, choked out or caught with a friggin, you know, big shot from nowhere, so I understand the performance, you know, so it, 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 it wasn't a memorable one, but it was solid, it was solid, it was workmanlike, and he got the job done, so yeah, I, you know, you could see the relief, once it was, you know what I mean, once it was all over Like, towards, you know, mid-third round McGee kind of started to get into it a bit more But yeah, I think that shot at the end of the first Really just took it out of him But, um, yeah, that led us into the main card, people Led us into the main card And, Woo! shit happened oh shit happened okay so the main event starts with another middleweight clash this time we've got Dequan Townsend against Dusko Todrovic so this was a big fight right because Townsend he um he's been on a bit of a skid you know he needed a win that was the big thing here um, yeah Yeah, you know, it just hasn't been good He lost his three UFC fights So, yeah, no, or like, when you're thinking about it You can't lose a fourth, right? And Todrovic, he's making his UFC debut Um, he's unbeaten So there's that But you, you're probably thinking, if you're Townsend, okay, so yes, I'm on a skid, but I fought at the highest level, so even though I've lost these fights, I know what it's like to take that step up, Yeah, you know, I've probably seen more than this dude, like, how's he gonna be under pressure, there's a lot, there's a lot here, and god damn right the, the i think the first thing you notice todrovic's movement it's cra- like it's not always the feet as well it's that lean back matrix crazy that's what he was doing just avoiding the shots and he he comes out and he lands like a big hook gets Townsend on the fence and it's just the fact that he's able to move Townsend around, because Townsend looked a lot bigger than Todorovic, you know what I mean, so I think that was a big thing, you then have Townsend is able to land, he lands three good shots on Todorovic's chin, three good shots, Todrovic did not, Didn't blink, didn't wince, didn't groan. You know what I mean? It's like it didn't happen. But then the rest of the round, Todripik is just evasive, just landing kicks, shots. And when he's landing on Townsend, Townsend, you can see it's affecting Townsend. That was the crazy thing. Townsend ain't having any effect on Todrovic, but Todorovic is clearly having an effect on Townsend. So, we get out of the first round. Second round, Todrovic just takes Townsend down pretty easily. Pretty easily. And then he's, you know, he's moving. Constantly moving, looking for something. Eventually gets mount and unloads. Oh, my days, the ground and pound, it was dirty It was dirty, and the ref had to stop it Todrovic looks, hey, he looks something He looks something, man Uh, It'll be interesting, man It'll be interesting to see what happens with him You know, I wouldn't be surprised if at some point he meets Chimove You know what I mean? I, I, I could definitely see that I could definitely see that But then We jump To the uh, Bantamweight division For the men We got Cameron Else Making his UFC debut I've It's funny For a record You know what I mean He's 10 and 4 But Of late He's really Hit a a A, a streak You know So um, he fights out of Jackson Wink, right, and he's going up against Kyla Phillips, who has looked very good in his UFC um fight, right. So it's just what's gonna happen here, and yo, from the giddy up, man, from the giddy up, like I think you could see where this fight was going, you know. Phillips was just was so evasive. You know, he just tremendous movement. Like, there was one point, I think he went for a jumping knee and he just jumped clear <laughs> over Else. It was just like, wait, what? What just happened there? It was insane. Now, obviously, Else had bent over. It wasn't like he jumped clear over Else standing, but still super impressive. You know, like else he was trying to lay hands on, on uh, Phillips, but he just couldn't. You know, Phillips uh, like he he nearly landed a wheel kick. It like it started to heat up, and Phillips just switched levels and hit a superb takedown. Now give it to you know what I mean? Else, else reversed the position you know, but (laughs) you think, okay, reverse position, uh, cool, I've got it, but no, you know what I mean, Phillips escapes from bottom, scrambles, he's back on top, back on top, and he is dropping vicious ground and pound, vicious, like, the ground and pound was so bad, Round ends Phillips jumps up Goes back to his corner Else is, is so slow getting up And yeah He looked a little woo, You know what I mean Referee You could see the ref checking him out You know what I mean Because it was just like Ooh Is he alright So You know I think that was a big question Can he Recover in a minute Right? So second round starts. Phillips lands a head kick straight into an uh, 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 you know what I mean a, a takedown and um he's in mount and just more ground and pound. You know what I mean? And you're just like yo and it stops. This is the thing. It, I don't think else recovered from the first round. And then getting hit with another head kick. I think he was done. I think he was done on the second head kick. Uh, because, yo know, Phillips just, that takedown and then sh- the mount, so easy. You know, and you just see Phillips just dropping shit on him. And yeah, he he just couldn't couldn't cope with it. It was a extremely impressive performance from Phillips. Really was. Like hats off to him. Be interesting to see, um, what happens with else. You know, hopefully, he gets another chance. Um, but who to put him against? There's, you know, the bantamweight division is full of killers right now. So, oh, I don't know. But that moves us to ladies bantamweights. We had Juliana Penner kind of making her way back. She'd been out for a while. I think she had an injury against Jermaine Durandere, you know, who we last saw challenging Nunes for the belt in December. And um, I think this fight, who this fight told us a lot. So, this is the thing with this. On the feet, you know Geranda May is very impressive. I mean, very impressive. I mean, she's a, a kickboxing expert, right? She beat a man in kickboxing. So we knocked him out. So you know, we know how good those hands and kicks are. And we saw that. right? We saw that she was really doing good work on Penna. Right? And you just thought, oh, is this going to be one way? Because Penna, her stand up does look a little rudimentary, you know, does look a little basic. Right, but Pena was able to get takedowns So you're just like, oh, okay Interesting, gets a takedown um, But when she's on top, she's not really able to She wasn't able to deliver, a, a, you know, just load of ground a pound I think that a lot of it was, you know, Durandami's size you know the legs just kept Penner at bay, and all of that. So there was that. Um, I think as the fight got on, Penner had uh, started to get a bit more success. Was surprising, and it was usually when she backed the May up. You know, Penner would kind of rush forward for like wailing some shots. You know it wasn't mad technical, but it did push um Durandame back, and in doing that, she was able to land some. Yeah, Durandame did look a little bit cautious going back at times in this fight. Uh, and you know, Penna was able to hit, I think she got two takedowns, maybe three. So you thought, oh, I mean that's pretty impressive Right I think the thing is though Right that, Because that was only when Durandami was going back When she's coming forward, she was putting it on Penna Really putting it on Penna Which forced Penna to, I think to rush a lot Forced her to rush And I do don't think she respected Duranda Maze ground game And the funny thing was On Unfiltered this week She said Wouldn't it be great if I could get a submission I've been working on my jiu-jitsu Yeah, I always work on my jiu-jitsu I just never really get the opportunity to show it off So in the third round Penna goes for a takedown but doesn't really do anything to protect the neck, and as Wu say, you gotta protect the neck. You know what I mean? so Derangere just grabbed it, high elbow guillotine, boom, falls back, and um yeah, Penner's in that, and it's funny like Dan Hardy spotted it first because her leg. Kind of went a little, and he's just like, oh, she's out Ref, check the arm, arms limp Durandamay gets her first submission win Which was huge But I like the fact that When she was speaking to Hardy after the fight she, was, she wasn't completely pleased with the performance She was very pleased with the submission But the performance she thought was a little sloppy it was, but it, w- it was just so good that you could see the new wrinkles in Durandame's game. You know, that was impressive, and um, it was great to see. And it makes things very interesting, right? It makes it interesting because Durandame only just fought for the title, so you kind of think, next fight, can't really. I don't see it being for the belt. So what happens? What happens? Right. It's all about the main event now, you know. But before we get to that, our co-main event was um our sole heavyweight clash on the card. We had, Jorgen de Castro against Carlos Filipe. And Philippe, he fought on um, Fight Island in July. Didn't go his way. Um, got his first loss, and and I think it was his UFC debut too. And De Castro, you know, he looked really good on the Contender series. Then he made his UFC debut, sensational. Right? The Greg Hardy fight. In. um, You know. In May. UFC 249. You were just like. Wait. What the fuck was that? He had a good first round. And then he did nothing. Then he did nothing. So both fighters needed a win. And both talked it up. Really talked this fight up. You know what I mean? And we. We had a, oh, uh, it was, it wasn't a good, it was not a good fight, right, <sighs> there was a lot of yapping, and not much action, and listen, I don't expect people to stand in front of each other and just throw crazily, no, that's insane, you can't expect that of people, because, a that's not a healthy way to do business, right, but some jabs, some feints, some, we didn't really see much, like, they threw some kicks, yeah, we got some kicks, but no one was really willing or trying, do you know what I mean, trying to lure the other one, trying to, you know, get an opening so they could exploit it. And after all the talk, after all the talk, you're kind of like, what is happening? There was a lot of holding on the fence, which the ref was, oh, the ref just weren't having it. He split that shit up straight away, straight away. I, and in Philippe's favor, at least probably in the third, he did something you know he, he threw some shots he attacked now not a lot not a lot right and the way he talked after the fight that was kind of crazy like oh, i'm here to fi- i'm here to fight yeah i haven't got a mark on me oh, ah blah, blah, blah. and just all of, i could fight another fight now and you're like well you can't did you are gassed. Like both dudes were so fucking tired. He's tired giving the fucking interview, and there's no marks on you because neither of you engaged really. You know, so ugh, like, I don't know. I mean, if De Castro has another performance like this, I could see him getting cut. I mean, if he got cut after this fight. I wouldn't be... You know what I mean? I wouldn't be shocked. I don't think it will happen. But if... You know what I mean? If it did, I'm going to be like... Well... Yeah. I see. I see that. But Felipe in the win... It wasn't a great win. So... He, he needs to do better too. You know what I mean? And listen... It, you know, it's a tough one. It's not always going to be your on-night. Right? But, I think, when you yap so much before a fight, when you act like you're a gangster, you're going to beat someone down and all of this, show and prove. You know what I mean? Show and prove. But, that leads us into the main event, which was a bantamweight fight between Holly Holm and Irene Aldana. Now, leading into this fight, like, home, like, ever since she beat Rousey, I mean, she just, it's been a bit of a skid, um, yeah, we just, we just haven't seen that same level of form, right, we've seen glimpses, you know what I mean, we definitely see saw glimpses. Like, she, when she knocked out Beth Carrera. That was a superb head kick. And she looked good in that fight. Like, even in the Cyborg fight, she wasn't... She didn't look bad. It was mainly Cyborg's power. But Cyborg didn't knock her out. You know, she went the distance and home landed. She then beat, you know, Megan Anderson where she... Yeah. She clearly you know, did a thing there. Um you know the Pennant, the Pennington fight, she clearly won that fight. It wasn't anything crazy. So you know what I mean? It's just like we know what she can do, but we just haven't always seen it from home. And then Aldana, this is her biggest test. Her biggest test. But she has looked very good. Very good. So you know, what I mean? there was a lot on this fight, and you're kind of thinking if Aldana wins, she gets the next shot at um Nunes. If home wins, then what happens? Right? Who knows? So uh, this fight. It was interesting It was interesting in the fact that It didn't go How I don't think uh, Most people saw Right It was good in the fact that we finally saw Holly home, Kind of give us a performance That was Far above Most of the ones that we've seen of late You know She looked hungrier she you know i mean, it, it was just a more impressive like focused performance. Aldana her, I think the, the problem with her was she she didn't know how to adapt. Right? That was the crazy thing in this fight. Like we've seen fighters in the last few weeks have terrible first rounds, and then make that adjustment and come back and win, right? And you kind of hoped that after the second round, Aldana would go, okay, I'm two down, what I'm doing isn't working, I need to change it up. And and that's what a, a coach has even said, you're two down. Now, they didn't necessarily kind of be like... Do this and this, right? I think that's maybe what she might have needed I don't know But yet, she just chased She was constantly chasing home Rather than cutting her off You know? Or just standing in the centre And make home come to you You know? But what she did was doing wasn't working And when she was getting close Home hit her with a sidekick. Right? It was just oh, wasn't what we wanted to see. And then, you know, in the fifth round, home really came and was looking to try and end it because, you know, she was so far ahead. So it's just that like you can take those risks now. But Aldana, we we just didn't see Anything that we've seen in the past now, hopefully, right? And I think we will see this from her because I do still believe in her talent. She will look at this performance and go, Okay, I need to work on this, this, and this. And going forward, we will see a stronger fighter. So, uh, you know, I mean? it's probably good, you know, I mean? it was probably good this happened for her career longevity, right, it wasn't good in the moment, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, definitely wasn't good in the moment, but going forward, you know, I, I think it could enhance her game, but tremendous win for home, and you kind of think home, may too, right, because I think most people think Home won that first fight With the illegal shots You know what I mean? Two illegal shots after the bail So you kind of thought Home had won that fight So it'll be good To probably run that one back Because it was a while ago So yeah, run it back And maybe that winner Fights Nunes I think mean, that might be the thing to do But um Yeah as I said, we got some answers, people. We got some answers. And we saw some interesting things. Like, you know, Duranda May's ground game, her jujitsu. We saw Kyla Phillips look sensational. Dusku Trodovic looks sensational. You know what I mean? That's cool. Carlos Condon stopped that skid. Man, you know what I mean? lubome Bonmay, Luke Bume and Kenny both. Tremendous. Oh, Vendorami. What a sensational comeback to fighting. You know what I mean? Uh, and listen, i got to say, I didn't think Charles Jourdain won that fight. But that is another one done. And, hey, it's all about next week, people. You know, Marlon Moraes against Corey Sanhagen. So, um, yeah, we will be breaking that one down on Wednesday. Oh, damn. Have to say, submission, underground. Whew. This was fun. This really was fun, man. Ah, oh, it... D- you know what uh you know there's sometimes when you find a, a lot of the matches go to overtime which isn't a bad thing you know because it can be a fun main match but this time it seemed we had so many finish within the time and it's only 5 minutes remember that i, mean, I keep wanting in to increase the time it's 5 minutes but these cats pulled it off <laughs> So yeah, we we had some real intriguing matchups And um, yeah, we had some great finishes Really did Started off in the prelims Alan Sanchez against Justin Rennick Well, Rennick decided to uh, take bottom for the main match Sanchez was standing Trying to... Um, Improved that position, you know what I mean. Um, yeah, just wasn't able to uh, get anything kind of popping off, really. So it goes to overtime, and um, yeah, it (laughs) I have to say. Sanchez was able to get a rear naked But Here's the thing Rennick nearly slipped out Nearly got those shoulders to the match But um, Sanchez had that body triangle And pulled him back in Pulled him back in And uh, you know He got the choke But yeah Overtime was fun we then had uh, Pablo Alfonso Against Andrew Alexander And hoo, hoo, hoo. Oh my This was This was good Right so You know Alexander he took bottom Right he took bottom At the first um, Trying to bait Alfonso into something Couldn't you know, couldn't get anything past, um, Alfonso's. You know, defense. So, what was interesting? He stood up. You know what I mean? And we don't always see that. He was just like, listen, it's not happening. I'm gonna stand. He stood up. He um, got, Alfonso to the ground. Got that tape down. Boom, on the. Back like a flash And once He was on the back <laughs> You know what I mean Nuff Said "I'm under the chin And he Squeezed Got the choke oh, That was good Right that was good We then had um, Nick Ronan against Andy Verla which um yeah Ronan he was attacking. Ronan was attacking a lot during uh, the main match. It was fast though. You know, they they were definitely um both looking for dominance, both looking for that opening. It was very back and forth. Flip flopping, you know, over who had top, who had the you know, the position. So we get overtime, um, Ronan went first, wasn't able to get anything, he had the back, you know what I mean, he, he t- had the back, hunting for that rear naked, and Vala was able just to fight, fight off that choke, um, so yeah, Vala, he, he, he took the back, and uh, he was able to get a neck crank. Right, and whew, Ronan's head really did get cranked. Oh, it was not I'd have tapped. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yo, <laughs> I'd have tapped. <laughs> so um we then oh I didn't know we were having a game match. We got a game match. Ooh, and this was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun and it was fast. It was fast paced. They were both real going for it, which is always good. You know what I mean? There's occasionally you see a gi match and it's like kind of slow. You know what I mean? Kind of slow. This was not. <laughs> they were both really looking for their, you know, what I mean? for their chokes and because it's gi. Man, I learnt last submission. Any position, you know I mean? It might look inconsequential, but, yo, you can choke someone out from anywhere, it would seem, and the interesting thing about this match, right, so, Lamy was on top, Lamy was on top, Teague was on bottom, and, um, <laughs> Teague Used Lamy to stand, right? He, um, he, I think he was, he was bringing his legs up the body. So Lamy, you know, he pushed, post- changed, he was posturing up. T didn't move the legs. So, um, you think Lamy was just like, I, right, you know what, I'm gonna stand and shake him off. No. T clung on like a clamp right, clung on, so yeah, Lamy basically lifted him up, <laughs> man, it, it, it was crazy, right, so um, now Lamy is up, he gets a takedown, gets a takedown, and during all of this, he's belt, <laughs> he's kind of round his, his legs I was thinking, oh, that might impede, it didn't <laughs> it definitely did not impede because he was able to um, yeah get Lamy down there was a bit of a scramble, he grabbed the back and then it was rear naked it was a rear naked, well, no, I mean, it, well, he was kind of in rear naked, but then he kind of flipped a little to the side, and he got a lapel choke, oh, yeah, it was just, man, it was fast paced, it was action, it was fun as hell, fun as hell so we then went to our headlining match on the prelims. We had Emil Fisher who was in the kind of I don't even know. It, I, like it was um it reminded me of that uh you know that crazy hippie festival. Um uh, I say Woodstock. That's it. It was kind of like uh, crazy. It, yeah, I don't know. It, it was, you can't say it was tie-dye, but it was just crazy. It just reminded me of Woodstock. Don't know why. That's what came to mind when I saw that. And um Hunter Colvin, who came in in a rash vest looking like Flash Gordon. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> it was funny. It was funny, right? But, um Yeah. Colvin, he was attacking all the time. He was on top, He's staying heavy on top, and I don't know what it was. Maybe Colvin had seen a fortune teller, and she told him, or he, you know, we don't discriminate here, but maybe they told him, you are getting an armbar. So uh, yeah, Colvin, who he had these. Crazy fast transitions for an armbar, and he went. Who, oh, I'd say, three. I think three, maybe four times, looking for that armbar. Every time it was close. It was close. I did wonder if he was going to, um you know, transition to a triangle. But he he didn't. He didn't because he then went back, got back on top, hunting for that armbar. And the crazy thing was, he'd get back to that position, get back to that position, and boom, there he is again, hunting for the armbar, right? And so he was doing that. Oh, it was mad impressive. But, right, I think on the last attempt, it was a real slick transition He got the back Got the back Flipped that arm underneath the chin And boom All she wrote He got that rear naked baby Another fight finished Inside the time limit Man, it was it was on something It really was uh, So then we go to the main event, and our first fight we had Brian Neuro against Cody Steele. And, um, yeah, you know, I just remember Cody Steele at submission, oh, I think it was 15 with the tournament. Um, and he looked crazy good in that tournament. You know, he was stopped by Mason Fowler, but. Psh, We've seen what Fowler can do, right? Uh so this one, it was fast, fast, fast. You know, what I mean, both were vying oh, for that, you know what I mean, advantage, right? Neuro, he he was going for a standing Kamora, still, he then gets out of that, goes for a guillotine, in a scramble, still grabs the leg. Bing, bang, boom. Homie walks away with a heel hook. <laughs> yeah, man. And that was just over two minutes. It was fast. So we then had Rafael Domingos, who I believe this was his first submission underground. And he was going against Keith Kagorian. And. <sighs> I mean, if you're a fan of EBI, you know Keith Gregorian. Omi is skilled as hell, skilled as hell. And uh yeah, we just saw more of that, right? So Keith was um, he was on bottom. Domingos is on top. Keith is constantly. Constantly looking for something It was like Charlie in the Chocolate Factory And um Augusta Gloom looking for that chocolate bar And Kavorian was hunting You know what I mean? He was just crazy looking for that shit But, you know, Domingo's, he was doing his thing He was keeping tight and heavy on top Fighting the hands Preventing Kavorian from... uh, you know, getting what he wanted, but whoo, Kogorian is fast. He flipped the legs up so quick, so blinking it was done. You know, what I mean? and he had a triangle, had a triangle, grabbed the leg, reverse position, so he's on top, and boom, Domingo's had to tap. It was. Super quick. Another just over two-minute match. So um yeah man, it was just whizzing through the fights tonight, right? So we then had Gabriel Checo against William Tackett and uh mm, whew, I don't even know, right? This fight you you kind of I thought Checo man. I thought Checo was gonna probably take this one. But you know, Checo he was on top looking for position in a scramble though, tack it, got the back, got the back, and he was yeah, looking for that rear naked. Checo, he was relaxed, very relaxed. You know, trying to position himself out, but Tackett got that body triangle, you know what I mean, and um, yeah, he got the neck, Checo was fighting hands, but Tackett just, he started to crank you know, he, he 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 just stopped looking to get it underneath the chin And just started to crank on that big old head of Checo's And yeah, Checo had to tap Man, big win for Tackett It's going to be interesting to see who, uh, you know, in Chel puts him up against next But Now it was time for the co main event, and we had Lee Taylor against Kendall Rousing. Um, and yeah, this was like in the main match, so it went to overtime, but the main match, Rousing, she got dominant position early, and she's just on top. Heavy looking for something, you know. What I mean, just at first, man, she, you know, what I mean, she was hunting for that head and arm choke, she was really going for that hard. And man, it, you know, what I mean, it, she had Taylor in some precarious positions, but oh, it was coming towards the end, and she changed it up. You know, she dropped back for a leg lock Dropped back for a leg lock Taylor escaped And then went for her own Just before the buzzer Poof. Do you know what I mean? was just escaped Just before the buzzer went But, oh it was close It was real close So, um Yeah, she took Rousing took Spiderweb And yeah, she got that arm and whew, yeah. <laughs> she took that arm home with her, right? Taylor, she went for um the spiderweb as well, but rousing, she, she I mean she was so quick with hers that yeah, time went. Time went. Oh, it was impressive. Rousing looks like a problem. You know what I mean? Definitely looks like a problem. So our main event, this was the big one, Vinny Magalese against Mason Fowler. And, uh you know, I don't know what sort of testing Chael does, but I wonder, because I think Mason's newly grown porn moustache Gave him something a little extra here Because, hey Magalace was big Hey, He looked a lot bigger than When he went up against Craig Right uh, But Fowler was able just to Push him and hold him up against the fence You know, he, he's Just weighing on Vinny's neck And you could see that He wanted to get it to the ground, but he didn't want to, um, you know, give Vinny anything, but he was just waiting on Vinny, and I think it's the, you know, the thinking was, wear him out, wear him out, so we go to overtime, and, um, you know, Mason takes the back, right, Vinny's fighting it, Vinny's fighting it, manages to escape, but, Fowler got some good riding time. So, Vinny went with spider Spiderweb. Fowler escaped pretty quickly. So, next, Fowler back on the back. Vinnie Vinny did a good job escaping. He did a good job escaping this time, quicker than the first. Now, Vinny goes for Spider, right? And, yo... Oh my god, he nearly had it, he nearly, he got the extension, he got the full extension, and I thought it was done, I thought it was done, but I think, like, his legs weren't both across the neck, right, and I think that gave Fowler enough space to be able to, um, Work out of it, but still, still super impressive. So, um, Fowler took the back, and again, Vinny he got out in good time. Got out in good time he, on the last attempt, he went again with Spider. Which, you know, I mean, to be honest, I was surprised, I thought he was gonna take the back. Thought he was going to take the back Because the only way he could win Was with submission I can't, well, I kind of if by, by taking Spider, right? But I thought if he took the back He could maybe level it up on ride time But no, got Spider And, you know, he didn't do bad But you know, Fowler was able to stack him and free the arm. So Fowler won on escape time. It was close though. So over t- overtime was it was definitely interesting. It was definitely interesting. So it you know, when these guys eventually rematch, be interesting to see which Vinny if it is. If it's Big Vinny or Little Vinny. We will have to see, but yeah, this, whole lot of fun people, a whole lot of fun, and we, you know, find out at the end, Fowler will be facing Ishii in December, so, uh, haha, yeah, you know I mean, I'm hoping that Chell is able to squeeze something in in November though. But um, who, Fowler Ishii you know, what I mean? that's a good way to end a year, right? So uh yeah, mark that one in the calendar, people. Okay, so before we end, let's uh, firstly. Let's look at our bonuses from Saturday night. Well, Luigi Vendramini, of course, he gets one because that was a spectacular start to things. Duzuki Todrovic, he gets one, that was a good finish. Kyler Phillips, of course, and you had to give one to Jermaine Durandami, right? So, um, hey, all good picks So, let's take a look and see what's popping Well, it seems that Lance Palmer and some other PFL fighters are suing the promotion Because they feel they really dropped the ball And... Yeah It's weird the, the MMA press Didn't cover it at all But some Crazy shit went down over there You know what I mean Um Also Goran Kadatsides Has signed a contract With the UFC He seems to be a good friend of Kazmat Shimavev so um hey If he fights like him oh, Some crazy shit Could be ahead Uh so um Next week Aldrejo our, our Perez He is Out of his fight with Thomas Almeida due to Um Him testing positive for COVID So mm, Have to see what's happening If um, Almeida gets a Last minute replacement Uh, The following Week the 17th Of October uh, Muslim Salavev Is out of his fight With Claudio Silva So in step The James Krause you know what I mean, he's been Yo, doing great things for his team So, hey, see What he can do in his own Career, right Um, on the 31st of October, this is A fun fight, Alex Hernandez against Chris Macha Then On the 5th of December Jimmy Flick is Fighting Cody Durden And Ending things with UFC 255 Last week we wondered what was happening with Brandon Moreno Well, it looks like they are trying to match him up with uh, Brandon Royville The Brandons might clash I mean, that's a crazy fight I'd I'd like to see Moreno You know what I mean Get the title shot But yo That's a crazy fight People That's us man We will be back On Wednesday To talk that San Hagen fight Card So um Yeah Tune in then For all of that Business people Cool cool See you then people Peace